has always been totally American. As American as apple pie. As American as the blues. As American as apple pie. The question is why? Why should the blues be so at home here? This here is Random Talk well, Podcast America's Radio. Hope you guys like the, the show. 2021, let's go. And we're live here with Amir Owadi. What's up, man? What's going on? What's happening, brother? How you doing, man? Good, good, good. Uh, man, uh, for all the listeners out there, uh, tell us uh, a little bit about yourself, man. You're about 2021, your goals and all that good stuff. Oh, all right. Uh, well, first and foremost, uh, I am literally your brother from another mother. Yeah, what up? Luke is my bro. That's right. Yeah, and uh, shoot, you know, what's up? Um Born and raised in L.A., San Pedro, you know. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah, that's all right, Pedro. And uh, shoot, man, goals for 2021. Uh, thrive, man. I think everybody yeah. is kind of in survival mode. I'm trying to switch that into into thriving mode, you know. Exactly, um, exactly. So, you know, despite despite 2020 giving us the, the ass-whooping that it did, yeah, I... Did. Uh, yeah, I use that as an opportunity to go in, man, and and uh, do all the things I never had time for because of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, be more present as a father, and also right. do you know do the the inner work that's super important, you right. know, to our happiness and stuff. So that's that's kind of where I've been at, dude. You know, just trying to mind, body, spirit. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, and also man. Positive get energy. My business going off mm-hmm. the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's that um, going, dude? So you got the business going. What's the business called? So the business is called Cocina Nagual. Cocina Nagual. Ooh, I like that. Yes. Nice name, dude. How'd you come up with that name? Oh, man. Uh, shoot, I don't know. It kind of just is one of those things that kind of just channeled, you know, I pulled it from, uh, <laughs> I pulled it from up, up above. I'm not sure. It kind of just came to me. Um, Nagual is, uh, actually a lot of people always ask me, what does Nagual mean? Yeah. And it's not to be confused with Nahual which is the ancient, uh, like, Aztec mm-hmm, indigenous mm-hmm. language. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Nagual, N-H-E-U-A-L. Yeah. And uh, I pulled that from, from some books that I was reading when I was younger about, you know, ancient Mexican wisdom, mm-hmm. um, men and women of knowledge and power, a lot of this, like, Mexican sorcery type of stuff. And, and a Nagual is actually, you know, it's, it's a, a recognized word in that type of context. And it's typically a man or woman who can bridge who is like a bridge between the the world that we know our everyday life and then the world that is beyond just our five senses you know um dude that's a beautiful thing wow thank you man so i kind of was like well you know what i'm i'm trying to bridge new world to old world so what i'm doing with cocina nagual is my focus you know it's mexican cuisine but my Mm -hmm. focus is on pre-colonial so before the spaniards came before the colonial you know that mm-hmm. whole thing started happening yeah um basically like the indigenous cuisine of mexico so uh that's kind of where where the Straight name fits in there I'm scratch, to bridge, dude you know bridge what I mean? both worlds and you have all this written down in your head like you know the einstein man you got all you got to get all <laughs> these uh, recipes together right i mean i got recipes man Ooh. yeah i actually did I did my first my first little experiment with this was uh, during Christmas because I got let go uh, right before Thanksgiving because of COVID and all that. Yeah, yeah. So I basically was like, man, well, you know what? 
I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let this get me down. I'm just gonna hit the ground running. So there you go. Exactly. I pretty much was like, how am I gonna do this? What am I gonna do? I gotta put myself out there. Right. Christmas was right around the corner. Right. I, I have very fond memories. Um, you know, spending. You remember you went to Mexico yep. with us. Yeah. Hey, for for those people who don't know. Those of you guys who know Luca, man, that dude was <laughs> trouble growing up. Yeah, was, I always, man. I always like, <laughs> <laughs> man, the both of us were bad. I always like to tell people like this, man. Even the freaking packs of stray dogs in Mexico were running from Luca. Man, dude, that guy was a, <laughs> <laughs> they knew something, huh? They could sense that. Oh man. my god, Jesus, don't fucking brother. don't chase everybody down the block. But once Luca comes around, they're like, <laughs> they're like, uh oh, we got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. No, man, but, you know, I have a lot of good memories of, of those all the time I spend in Mexico. And yeah. Especially, you know, we'd always be there for Christmas. So yep. the tamales were mm -hmm. were popping. Yeah. The pozole is happening, the champurado. So I wanted to give people kind of a taste of my favorite parts of of uh, Mexico, you know, during during the holidays. So I made a little, I made a small little menu that people can, uh, you know, I, I gave myself like 20 orders. And it sold out. And, it, you know, I sold out. Everybody was happy. I was pretty stoked with it. And I was also able to, um, part of the thing was that 20% of my total sales was going to go towards an organization that is down at the border in Mexico that's helping yeah. families who are seeking refuge, who are seeking asylum. You know, the people who are uh, stuck at the border, basically, who are being detained or whatever, getting them some, some food, some shelter, some clothes and things like that. Heck so yeah. it was a cool thing, man. Heck I was yeah. very... Uh, I was very happy with it's that. It's always good and to give back, man. That's kind of where I'm man. trying to go with that. Yep, it's always good to give back. Always. Yeah, of course. That's awesome, dude. And then uh, you sold out, huh? Uh, that first run you did. That first run, yeah, I didn't know what to do. And I'm pretty good at overextending myself. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to screw this up. So I'll, I think I could do 20. 20, no problem. And I did. And, wow. Uh, and it was cool. We knocked it out. Had some, had some good feedback. And basically... It gave me the, the spark that I needed to be like, you know what, I could do this. Right. Shoot for the sky. Exactly. Shoot for the sky, yep. man. Exactly, dude. You know, I think once you put your mind into something, you can accomplish anything in life, dude. You know what I, I mean? I, man, I believe that 100%. And anybody who knows me, uh, you know, my good friends and stuff, yep. they know that that's something I'm always saying. If I could do it. If I could do whatever I want, you could do it, man. Exactly, you know? dude. You know, and you've been there and done that, bro. I mean, I'm, I've seen you doing done so many jobs and like, you know, and you and you put your hundred and ten percent of all the stuff that you've done, bro. You know what I mean? That's right, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, I could say the same about you. You know, <laughs> dude. <laughs> this podcast like is probably like your what fifth or sixth side hustle you're juggling right now my god man. besides it's being like... a father too you know that's that's mad inspiration right there thanks, brother. to man. have you as thanks. family to see that i'm like okay you know that's that's the level i'm trying to be on it's god willing bro i mean god that's this i'm just a messenger bro you know what i mean whatever whatever comes my way and i follow the signs i'm a big sign believer so you Same know here. so whatever comes my way i follow the signs i stick to being positive i i you know brush off the negative vibes and be true to myself, dude. You know what I mean? And, and always try to keep that circle real tight, man. Because uh, once you left the uh, the wolf in the hen house, that's pretty much it, man. That's a wrap, you know? It's game over. Yeah, most definitely, dude. But, uh, dude, so you've done so much, man. And, like, you improved. And then you've done, you were, like, a manager at this one, split, one place in Long Beach, right? What was that called? Uh, yeah, I did a couple places. Uh, the one in Long Beach was called Steamed. Steamed, and right. I think right. it 
I don't think it survived COVID. So unfortunately, that place is gone. But a lot of people knew about it. It was a, it was a dope. It was like one of Long Beach's original vegan vegetarian restaurants right. that uh, right. I learned a lot from. And then before Steam was, uh, you were working with Pace, right? I was working with Pace. Yeah, I had moved back from San Francisco where yeah. I had managed my first restaurant, actually. Shout uh, out to Pace. What up, girl? Yeah, what up, girl? <laughs> hey, I see you. Hey, she's doing pretty good for herself. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Again, another person who I saw, you know, I was there in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I saw all the, you know, I saw the trials. I saw all that stuff. Yeah. And so, uh, Luckily for me, I've been in that type of situation a lot with people who are just starting, right? Or you know, th like the first the first spot I managed was only open in about six or seven months before I stepped into the kitchen managerial position. So I got to see many times what it takes, what it's like. To, uh, you to saw get the ends and outs, right? Off the ground. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's no joke, man. <laughs> and you were doing everything like the booking, the the pretty much answering phone calls, cooking. That's you were doing insane. all that, right? Yeah. At Steam, wow. I did actually. That was I was doing things that were technically even out of my uh, <laughs> out of my pay rate, out of my job description. But, I'm sure. You know, I'm sure. Right. That's that's you. You're either you're either in 100 percent or you're not. Right. Right. So, right. Uh, yeah. That's actually, and I'm really grateful for that because it taught me. I did do bookkeeping, which is something I hadn't done before, right. and that was a whole new exposure to numbers. You know. Just keeping track oh, of yeah. all that stuff. Just a whole other element that's just as important as the food or whatever it is you're doing. Right. You know, you got to be a little bit business savvy, have an idea. And, and it taught you a valuable lesson along oh the way. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm you know, not going to get into detail, but let's say it taught, <laughs> it taught me a lot, yes. I mean, uh, people pay uh, people pay for that to go to school to learn all that stuff, do you? Oh, well, well, see, that was part of the thing is we had, at the time that I got that job, the bookkeeper was was leaving she was bouncing moving out of state right and so i had to learn that for the meanwhile you know for the meantime until they picked somebody else up to to do that job full time which uh never really happened so i was kind of juggling a lot of things but it was it was all good that's i function i notice i function highest when i'm doing multiple things at once right. i just gotta multiple tasks i gotta make sure tasks. i don't leave any yeah. loose ends you feel me right 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 <laughs> But I mean, you don't you don't crack under pressure, dude. I mean, you keep going. No, I don't. You know what I mean? I'm I'm blessed, man. Yeah. God gave me one of those dons. Mm -hmm. I actually I do better under pressure. If I'm not stimulated, that's when you get a poor performance from me. I'm proud of you, man. I mean, you've done it. You've came a long way, bro. And then you're a father. You know, to my to my nephew, you're such a good dad. Little Santitos, Thank shout you, out to Little man. Santitos, yes, my um, baby. I mean, now you're all the way out there. You're not in Cali anymore, so you're out in Portland now, right? I'm in Portland, Oregon. That's Look right. Look at that, dude. You're all the way out there. Now, um, tell us a little bit about Portland, man. I mean, what's what's out there? I mean, what's to expect out there? Portland is cool, man. It's very different. You know, we moved from, uh, you know, we were living in Long Beach, remember? Yep. Kind of yep. like uh, in some questionable neighborhoods, and which was fine, but... Once you have, you know how it is, man. Once you have a baby, it's different. Yeah. You want better. You want better for yourself. So, exactly. We were like, you know what? We're tired of the shootings and all the, right. all the gang activity, all right. the, all the craziness, all the right. temptation, and all the stuff that was around. And uh, Annette had actually, uh, the mother of my child, yeah, had actually had her eyes set on Portland, and I was basically like, whatever. I've been to Portland many times. I know it's beautiful, so I was like, right. you know, what? let's go for it. A lot of greenery. A lot of people are chill, relaxed. Right? Exactly. That's yeah. that's kind of one of the big selling points for me. Is like, 
was like, ah, oh, I'm a beach boy, you know? I know. <laughs> I'm a beach I boy know. by heart. But, right, um, right. But you but needed a nice change. The thing about Portland is yeah. you go 10 minutes any direction, you're you're in the sticks, you're in the forest, so it's beautiful. And it's upcoming, right? It's it's coming around Portland, right? It's, it's like Oh, yeah. Right okay. now, Portland is on the up and up. It's wow. definitely becoming uh, one of those, yeah. It's a part of the whole... It didn't get left out in the gentrification, mm-hmm. you know, party. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> and it's, right. And I'm, you know, I'm part of one of those people, whatever, the transplants who came up from... There's a lot of Californians and a lot of New Yorkers moving out here, which is cool because it's right. bringing more diversity, more cultural diversity, which uh-huh. is something Portland was lacking. Right. And, uh, but, you know, with that comes, of course, more traffic, higher higher cost of living, just like anywhere, man. It's happening all over the world right now. Right, 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 exactly. You know? And, you know, so far, I mean, how long you been out there so far? Has, has it been like... Ooh, we're coming up on, actually, next month will be uh, three years. Three years, wow. Damn, I man. can't believe that, yeah. Dude, it's like, man, it's like a business. Once you're out there for five years and you've made it, you know, I mean, I guess you're doing something good, right? Yeah, I, I mean, guess so. I mean, I mean, I think you have to try new things in life and then get outside your, of your circle, outside of that bubble. Cause if you got to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, you never know if you don't take that leap or take that chance, yeah. you know what I mean? People are so scared yeah. to do that, you know? Of course, man, especially, you know, being a, being from Pedro, you know, know how that is. Some people are, what's that saying? You, uh, you're born in Pedro, you're going to die in Pedro. Oh, yeah, it's like a dead end, <laughs> yeah, man. How many people do we know like that? We're never <laughs> left the hood, never left the hood. I know, where the sea meets That's... the ghetto, what is that ghetto, where the sea meets the ghetto, something like that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my god oh man. my god what a little Petro's a little gem man i love it's, it it it's might a, be whatever yeah. it is but you know it is. i love that place it is it is it's just that um I, I, you know we like to stay drama free you know what i mean we don't need that we don't need that drama that it comes with you know what i mean yeah well you know hopefully hopefully things will change it will within time you know, within good time all this stuff will go away man like no more covid yeah. everybody all the businesses will be back to open, you know, no more wearing masks, you know what I mean? We're, start, we're starting to see people smile again and start of, uh, uh, instead of underneath the mask, you know what I mean? You can't even see people's yeah. expressions, man. You know, it's like you can't I even know, shake man. nobody's hand. You can't even hug each other. It's like so ridiculous that we're what we're going through, bro. It's, it's crazy out here, crazy times. Yeah, man, now people yeah. are, and you can feel it in the air too, you know. It's yeah, man, it's like everybody's uptight, everybody's cranky, heavy. everybody's cranky, you know what I mean? It's like, my God, man, what are we, what are, what are, what are this world coming through, bro? You know what I mean? What's going on, you know? I don't know, man, it's hard to say. I don't think anybody, anybody has any idea what's really going on. And no. That's part of what, uh, that's part of, that's part of the plague, man. In my opinion, you know, fear is the number one pandemic right. in this whole thing. Right. Well, you know, and don't so, believe everything you see or or hear or read. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you well, know, that's, turn yeah, off that's that, the problem too, man. Is, turn uh, that I've TV off. You know what I mean? Turn that yeah. social media oh, off. Oh my God! Yes, you know? number one, dude. Let's talk about that. Because Jesus Christ, was, when this when this first went down and uh, the first lockdown happened, you know, I ain't gonna lie. You know me, man. I'm into I'm into some theories yep. and blah blah blah. Whatever. Yep. We're not gonna get into that. But right. when, um, needless to say, I was keeping track of the news everybody else was receiving and yeah. then some alternative stuff. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, man. You know, at the beginning, I was like in there all the time, just reading, reading, reading. Yeah. And 
yeah, you know, sure enough, I'm starting, you know, that that stuff gets to you. He starts to panic. You're starting to freak out, right? You're like, Not What's... even. Well, I mean, it depends on how you take it. For right. me, uh-huh. you know, for me, it triggers anger. So right, for me, I'm right. starting to get mad. I'm getting stressed out. Like, Whoa. you know, I'm just like, ah, blah, 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 blah. You want to make people see things the way you see things, but that's not really how it should be. And so it's just this, it's this ridiculous mental, psychological, like, whirlwind, you know? And, yeah. uh, you know, luckily I noticed that and I was like, hold up, <laughs> I need to back up right now. I need to put this damn phone down. There you go. And basically just like turned off all my social media notifications. Right. right. I turned all of that crap off and just turned on, just kept my email, like things that were business or time sensitive. Yeah. And then just, I had to make it a practice, dude. Like I had to be disciplined with myself. Like no reading this, no reading that. I had to unfollow a lot of people that are just posting stuff wow. that that I just didn't agree with or right. they would say it a certain way. Cause you know, right now everybody is freaking rah, at each other's right. throats. Right. Religion, so uh, politics, right. See, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of the crap you see online is just people freaking bringing other people down right. or like, you know, and I'm just, I'm not having that. I no don't need way. that kind of freaking Mm-mm. extra, extra stuff in my life. So I was like, well, you know, I can fix that. All I right. have to do is bam, unfollow. And then I don't have to see that stuff. Right. Exactly. So exactly. I just started doing little things like that to, to freaking be a little bit more at peace. Right. Cause it's bad. It's bad enough. We're out of work. We can't, right. you know, be, we can't have basic human interaction, which is like survival. Right. You know, uh, we're, we're locked down, man, like locked down in every sense of the freaking word. So it's enough to have that. The last thing we need is, fighting and bickering over over bs over, over nonsense things, nonsense you know yeah yeah Crazy. over nothing what we should Crazy. be doing is getting together and being like how do we how do we come together you know how, how do we how do we beat this you know what i mean how, how do, do we beat this yeah, yes exactly exactly, exactly. wow I mean, and I, and you know i have seen that happen on on a lot of levels it's not like it's not happening but it needs to happen on a bigger scale you know mm-hmm. it has to be more than just you know a few people here a few people there right right well we, we we're not blind dude we know what's going on you know what i mean well people are people are definitely you know this is definitely shaking the the cobwebs off of a lot of oh yeah dude i mean a dude, lot of I feel people like a lot of people woke up to some uh woke up to some stuff they weren't either they weren't aware of or they were trying to ignore mm-hmm. or whatever but mm-hmm. a lot of uh a lot of stuff has come out and is continuing to come out. And that's a beautiful thing, man. You got to be grateful for that. Yeah. Yep. So that's where, you know, you always got to try to find the silver lining and everything. Exactly, dude. I mean, the truth you will know. set you free. Watch, it's, it's going to happen, dude. It's going to all oh, come 100%. out. 100%. Yeah, you know, yeah. Don't get sm- me wrong, Meg. Like, you know. no disrespect to, I mean, shoot, I lost, you know, I lost my, my uncle and my grandma in yep. the same week yeah, man. to, to COVID. Peace. So it's yeah. not like I don't have any sensitivity towards this thing. Right. But, I think it's more important to to look for the positive, look for the light, right. instead of dwelling. You right. know, we we know. All right, governments after right. we know. All right, cops are bastards. We know. Right. We know all that stuff already. Let's right. stop. Let's get over that. Instead of beating down a dead horse, let's freaking talk solutions. Let's talk. Right. You know, reparations. Let's talk that. Let's have that conversation. Exactly. Instead of all that instead negative. Of black, white, yeah. right. You know, black, left wing, that, right man, wing. Yeah. Right. Division, bro. For right. freaking division. That's all it is. Well, it doesn't matter what. It's like what they say is it's two wings of the same bird. It doesn't matter. Right. Right. 
I, I see it as uh, they're trying to divide us, dude. You know what I mean? Rip yeah. us apart, you know? Well, that's how you maintain control, number mm -hmm. one. I mean, period. Yeah. They don't have to do a whole lot because we're doing it ourselves. We're killing ourselves out here. Yep. Yep, exactly. you know, you know how it is. You you go to you go to the minority communities. You go to the the projects and the ghettos and stuff. You don't need police brutality down there, even though it's a even though it's there. Right. But like you know, everybody's killing themselves off. That's what they do. They you stand know? back. It's like, well, let them kill themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they design it that way. <laughs> That's and it's, crazy. It's, you know, ghettos are are freaking designed so that you don't get out of them. You stay in that cycle. You stay in that. Right. And that what they call the prison pipeline, you know, you're just in and out, in and out. Because once they see, job, uh, can't get nothing, so you stay hustling, you right. stay, you stay in the system, and people make money off of you now. Exactly, you know. Because once they see you're doing better than them, that's when they start attacking. Like, uh oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's making more yeah. money than us. Let's 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 bring him back back down. You know what I mean? Let's oh, yeah. let's cripple they him. Like you know what I mean? See, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's crazy, dude. It's I don't like, wow. like to see some people, you know, succeed, succeed. which is really sad, man. Yeah. It just trips me out, man, how how 2020 just left us in the dirt, man. But you know what? The 2021, bro, we got to come up, dude. We can't just, like, continuing. Can let it happen. I mean, you know what, you know? dude? As far as I'm concerned, if me and you are having this conversation right now, 2020 didn't leave us in the dirt. We're, we're out here. Like, we're good. Right. Right? Right. We're, we're doing our thing. We're blessed. We're healthy. Exactly. We, we beat 2020. Yeah. Oh yeah, most definitely, dude. You know, we, we beat 2020. 2020 didn't beat us. No. You know? And if that's if that's how you feel about it, well then I'm sorry for anybody who feels that way. I'm sorry, but right. I feel like you should, you know, take a look at what we do have instead of focusing on what count you know, our, what count our blessings. You know what I mean? That we still have exactly. a shelter, hey, food, um, a place exactly. to exactly. You know, a, a warm shower. You know what I mean? Like we have to think about all the positives instead of the negative that 2020 came. You know what I mean? That's right. That, you know? Yo, like I said, man, um, I freaking, I lost family. As a matter of fact, I don't know if I told you this. I'm pretty sure you found out. I'm pretty sure I had COVID, like, I got it right when it hit. Because I had, uh, remember, like, in the very beginning, they were talking about it was a respiratory thing. That uh -huh. was, like, the first, you know, sign. Yeah. It was, like, respiratory issues. Well, mm -hmm. I had had a really bad cough for, like, a month and a half. Oh, something ridiculous. Like, oh, way damn. too long. Uh-huh. But I didn't think anything of it because I didn't have any other symptoms right. and, and it wasn't right. too bad, right. whatever. Um, so, you know, and finally one day I wake up in the morning and I'm in a really bad fever. I got to call into work. I hate doing that, but I had to call in. I was just like, this right. This is effed up. I'm not trying to go in and work a fever. Right. And up. so whatever, mm -hmm. I, I don't go to work. And, you know, this is in the morning and I spend all day in bed hurting and by the time I think it's like, I don't know, 8 o'clock, 9 p.m. I'm in, dude, I feel like I got freaking ran over by a truck. Like, I'm in so much pain head wow. to toe. This is, but at this point, I'm like, I've never had a fever like this. I don't know what this is. Right. So I had to call Annette and be like, pick me up, take me to the hospital because something's not right. So she gets me wow. in. The uh, doctor's like, oh, you got pneumonia. You know, I told him my symptoms. Like, you got pneumonia. So they take me in, do x-rays. He comes back. He's like, hmm, your lungs are perfectly fine. There's uh -huh. no sign of pneumonia. Like, you, you got healthy lungs, you're good. So uh, you probably have influenza. So we'll run some tests on you. Sure enough, they do. They do the test. Uh -huh. And a couple times, the doctor's coming back, and he's, you know, literally scratching his head. And he's like, uh, 
you know, the tests aren't showing anything. I ran them a couple times, like nothing out of the ordinary, even though you're showing all of the symptoms for that and then some. Right. So he didn't end up knowing what to do, and he just wrote it off as influenza A or something, I think, and then uh, gave me some medication that I had to I had to take. You know, it was like a, a strict three times a day, no this, no that, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it worked. It worked well, and after a week and a half, I was like, you know, pretty much almost back to normal, but I don't know. So it was never officially COVID, right? But that was also before we had means of testing. Right. That was before there was a lot of cases. This was like in the beginning of January, so like it had just hit the states, you know. But you felt really bad, like you never felt like that before, right? Yo, dude, I let me, yeah, straight up, I've never felt anything wow. like that. Um, Jesus. Yeah, it was. It was so it could even, it could even, it could have been here this whole time, or not? We didn't even know. It could have just got here, you know. We didn't even know it that, that have, it was around. Man, I don't know. I don't know. You know, there's a. Uh, yeah, I have no idea, and I don't know for sure if it was COVID. This right. is just my theory because right. the doctor didn't know, and I didn't know. And right. I'm just kind of like connecting the dots. Right. So, uh, but you know, I. I think I contracted it. I beat it. Thank God. Yeah. I lost my job. I'm on unemployment. I had issues with that. You know, I lost family to COVID and stuff. So I feel like I've, I've gotten just as good of a ass whooping as as anybody else, you know, but, um, what doesn't kill you makes you uh, stronger, right? Yeah, exactly. 100%. Mm -hmm. If you turn it into that, you know, Right. right. I think, I think I totally agree because, um, and now you just, you just over over power over achieve something greater that you know that way you couldn't control, but you beat it, dude. It's like you know what? It's like no, I'm, I didn't let you beat me down. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just had to like you know like you just came up like I'm done with this. You know what I mean? I got to keep pushing forward. I got a kid. He he's yeah, looking oh, up yeah. to me. You know what I mean? I'm his dad. You know, and and I, you have so much goals ahead of you, dude. This this is not. It wasn't your time. It was not your time, dude. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway. Man, and if anybody who knows me, they know I've had many of those <laughs> man, many of those moments where it's like, ah. You're, dude, you're like, a, you're like a black cat, gone, bro. You got gone, nine lives. It wasn't my time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. And, you know, I'm aware of that, man. That's that's what yeah. really uh, that's what really solidified, you know, now, my faith. My faith in, in God and whatever, yeah. creator, whatever you want to call it, your higher power. You know, that's what really what really uh, put me on my own path. Because, you know, we were raised Catholic and stuff, and I kind of went off and did my own thing and just went to, explored a lot of just mess, you know, whatever. I did what I did as a kid, you know. You explore things, you make some bad decisions sometimes, whatever. Yep. But Mm -hmm. those experiences, like you said, man, I've been through hell and back a couple times, and the fact that I'm able to talk about it now is definitely a testament to the... The idea that, you know, what doesn't kill you make you stronger yep. if, if you decide to take it that way, you know, because I mean, th- that's the way I, I see it, Amir, because uh, yeah. yesterday was history. Tomorrow's a mystery. You know what I mean? That's, I like you know that, me yeah. about these things. I, I stand yeah. by them, dude. One hundred and ten percent. You know me, dude. And, I and I mean, they're saying for a reason. A lot of the time it's so cliche, but they're there for a reason. You know, they've yep. stuck. They've made it through centuries or whatever, decades. Because there's truth behind them, and I know it wasn't just your cooking. I know it was your music. Your passion was right behind there the whole time. 
I mean, that's my number one passion. Yeah, music, see? You know? Come on now. Come on now. Before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you want to get into the Man, details. The, every, every, for all the listeners oh, out there, Amir Awadi, the rock and roller. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> rock and roll gangster. <laughs> oh, man. I've worn many hats, brother. Man, we're, you were in a band, right? Yeah, I was in, I was in several bands. Okay, okay. But... There was the one that was kind of the most, uh, that I did the most with, I guess you could say, you know. Okay, okay. And then, uh, was, what band was that? Beacon what? House, what up, hey? Yeah, there you go. Shout out to the Lords of the Beacon's House, whoa, whoa. Lords of Beacon House. Straight out of San Pedro, California. Wow. Hey, <laughs> right off of Beacon Street. I, I actually <laughs> saw you in, in, uh live dude at a bar it was crazy man i was like you were getting down bro like you have the whole freaking like freaking Jimi hendrix type of style bro like fucking you're you had the open blast your fucking chest was open girls were like fucking oh, like yeah, yeah. going wild and i was like oh shit my little bro man he's got it going on dude he had the whole crowd pumping and you guys are doing your thing dude out of out of a bar it was crazy yeah. Dude, was it was Was Harold's badass. place? Yeah, it was Harold's. Yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> That's where we cut our teeth, man. You got to start somewhere. But dude, yeah, dude, exactly. those were... Uh, I love it, man. I love music. I love making music. I love performing it. Yeah. You know... I still have that vinyl with everybody's signature on it, dude. It's on my wall in my garage. It's badass. Hold on to it, man. It'll be worth something. I'm telling you, you never know <laughs> one on day, that, right? dude. You never know. Come on now. <laughs> You know, yeah, that's badass, dude. Because I know you've been there and done that. Your music was your passion. Now you have your other passion that's going on, and that's the cooking. You know what I mean? You're yeah. you're getting the good food out there just to help people out, and it's also uh, putting out positive messages that what you're doing out there. It's you know you want to do something for yourself, but also you want to do something for others. You know what I mean? It's 100%, not. Man. It's not just you, you, you. You know what I mean. You're just gotta always help out the people that are in need of something. You know what I mean. Like, cause when I, whenever I see like uh, you know a homeless person on the street, I, I'm I'm at the traffic light. I'm waiting and waiting. I try not to give them money because you know they'll just turn around either buy drugs or beer or stuff like that. I just sure. try to see if I have any snacks in the car, water. You know, apples, fruit, oranges, just to make their day, bro. Because, you know, these people need to eat, man. They can't survive off that alcohol or drugs out there. Nah, man. I mean, you know, in one way, yes, and in one way, no. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's kind of a effed up dichotomy between that. Man. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, it's it's true, dude. And honestly, it's not even just food. It's, it's a smile. It's just, you know, look at them, acknowledge them. You know, acknowledge their existence. Yep. I don't know if you know this, but when I was living in San Francisco for about four years, I spent almost half of that time homeless. And I mean, uh, for a while, even like really, like really homeless, you know, wow. sleeping in <laughs> sleeping in parks, bro. So Managing a that. restaurant and then going home to sleep under a freaking tree at Look night. Look at that, man. Jesus and people Christ. had, people had no, you know, because I had my regular customers mm -hmm. who knew me and liked mm -hmm. me and they talked to me every day and. Right. And this was in a nice neighborhood. This is in a Fillmore district. So it's like money, you know? Right. So people who otherwise would be like, wouldn't pay me any mind, uh, they, yeah, they probably would freak out if I told them, oh, yeah, I'm going to go home. <laughs> I'm going to go home in my sleeping bag under my tree over here. 
Wow. But, uh, you know, it was what it was. And, and, uh, I learned a lot from that too, but dude, I'll never forget what it was like to like, to go from being in the restaurant, you know, where everybody knows me, everybody likes me, even people who don't know me are nice to me and da, 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 da. Right. And then once I leave the restaurant, I clock out and I'm walking with my backpack and my sleeping bag and my jackets and I look a little bit more bummy or whatever. Right. And people don't even like, they look at you like you got the plague, you know, they try to avoid you, walk around you if you're asking for something or you, sometimes I would just be playing music you know because i'd be carrying my guitar yeah and i would just be posted because i'm homeless i got nowhere to go so i just pick a corner and sit down i'm not asking for any money i would just be playing but people will be programmed that way and sometimes i would look just to look just to see if people would even look at me you know and they won't dude and if you if you catch their eye yeah sometimes they'll either like nervously like nod Uh or they'll just really quickly look away or whatever and that was uh, that was an interesting experience, man. That was, you know, I was sad actually. I was kind of like really, kind of a bummer to see right. how people could be like that. Yeah. So I've I've always, I was always a giver to begin with, even before those days. But having actually lived that stuff, I always made it more of a thing to to help out where I could, man. You know, being in the food industry, I see how much food gets thrown away at night, and it's not always food that's bad. It's just needs to go right and man i would be right loading up you know loading up i don't you remember in paces when she was working down by skid row in east la right yeah yep she lived Mm -hmm. right around the corner there man i remember a few times i would take entire trays of her fried chicken because she was doing the fried chicken thing and uh, i would just take it right around the corner and and uh pull up to all the tents and just unload and they would be stoked beautiful that's a beautiful thing you know what was Mm -hmm. one i'll never forget bro i went downstairs to the the dumpster area in her building yeah and there was a guy i was throwing away a bunch of crap and there was a guy digging in the dumpster and he was like you know they're not supposed to be in there so he was all like oh i'm sorry man i'm like no you're fine dude i don't care do what you gotta do and i was like you hungry he's like yeah i'm starving so i was like stay right here i ran upstairs and she had uh, two full like aluminum trays, you know the the big ones, yep. full of fried chicken, full of fried wow. chicken that I was just gonna take home. She's like, take it home, do whatever you want with it. Yeah. And uh, so I brought those two trays down and I gave them to the guy and he was just like about to cry. You know, he was so wow, stoked and he's like, man, that. thank you, thank you. I'm like, don't worry about it, dude. It's cool. Uh, I went back upstairs. It was closing time, so I just like grabbed my grab my stuff, went back down to my car, and I see that dude. And he's got the trays of chicken, and there's, like, a crowd of, like, five people, like, five other homeless people. And this dude's sharing it with them. And no they're way! All just like, he was sharing his... You know, they're feasting, Whoa. they're getting down on this dang chicken, yeah. and they're just, like, the look on their faces. Yeah. And the homeboy sees me, he's like, thanks, man! Damn. Waving his chicken leg at me, I'm like, yo, that's... That's dude, exactly that's why priceless, we, you know, bro. You don't see stuff like that every day. No, wow. man. And, you know, we need to see more of that. Exactly. what does it take? You know, that chicken was going in the trash, or... Or to some, you know, people or who actually need it. Exactly need it. And then 5, 10, 15 other people showed up and like, hey, man, we're hungry too. And then homeboy was like, all right, cool, I'm going to share. Yeah, there well, see, go. that's the beautiful thing. And that's that's wow. the idea is like you, you, you perform an act of kindness for somebody. A lot of times, you know, they say kindness is contagious, just like negativity. Right. You know? Right. You look at somebody the wrong way, you bump into them on the way right. on the streets, whatever, you know, or you, get, you say something rude. You might take that person off, and then they're going to go, it's just like catching, it's a germ, dude, it's a virus. Right. You know, then that person's going to be 
all ticked off and they're going to be mean or rude to somebody or whatever, but you do something like open the door, look at somebody and smile, say, how are you doing? Or, you know, give somebody some food if they're hungry or whatever the case may be. Yeah. You know, make their day, uh, you know what I mean? Like make their day, make their night, make their year. You know what I mean? Who knows? People will always remember that. You know what I mean? Like, man, that oh, guy yeah. just gave me a butt, a whole chicken of tray. You know what I mean? Like, whoa, you know what I mean? That's awesome, man. Not everybody does that, dude. You know, yeah. everybody, once they figure out the formula, like, oh man, I, I'm, I'm going to become rich. I'm going to, it's all mine. I'm not going to uh, share. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, wow. Yeah. And that's, I feel like, uh, that's all too common, you know? It's sad, dude. Like, you know, they don't they don't want to share. They'd rather just keep, keep, keep and, you know, not give, give, give. You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, what are you going to do with all that, man? You're going to die and then it's going to get what? Repossessed? <laughs> exactly. You know, it's there's a, there's a, off. What are you going to do with all there's that? There's another saying. There's no U-Haul behind that hearse. That's right. I like that one. <laughs> you can't take it with you. You got these sayings, man. You, you got a book, bro? You I'm telling you, man. It's all programmed, dude. It's all programmed in the Italian stallion's head, man. Yeah. Um, but, dude, I mean, I, I mean, I just just be be nice to each other, love each other, give more, help each other out. You know what I mean? Like, one time um, uh, we were coming back from, what is that, Santa Barbara. And this guy's like mattress like was like flew up, you know what I mean? And it's like we went on the side of the road, and then uh, Marinelle and I were like, "Oh my God, what just happened?" I'm like, let me pull over, let me help the guy out. And she's like, "Yeah, help him out." You know, she was all good, she was all for it, you know. Yeah, so yeah. So I freaking, but we were going through this COVID thing, right? Like, oh man, so I have my mask on and all that stuff. Sure. So I just I pulled over, dude, in the middle of the freeway, like you know, I just helped him out, and he didn't expect nothing of it, dude. It's like. You know, he's like, dude, that was awesome. You know what I mean? I helped him, helped him out, loaded up in his truck, and it's like, I don't know him, he don't know me, but I just helped him out, and everybody just kept driving by, you know, like looky-loos. We call those guys yeah. the looky-loos, right? Yeah. And then um, I was the only one that pulled over, helped him load up his mattress back in his truck, tie it down, and dude, we sh we I sh we sh we gave each other a high five. He had a smile, I had a smile. Like, yeah, we did this damn thing. You know what I mean? And That's it's a like, beautiful thing, right there. Man. He went on his way. I went on my way, and then when I honked, it, we honked at each other. Thumbs up, dude. Boom. I we I did a good deed for the day, bro. You know what I mean? I wasn't requesting any kind of money or any kind of like anything behind it just a smile on somebody's face goes a long way brother oh yeah and yeah. that's the thing too man is you shouldn't do any if you're gonna do something expecting something in return you oh, might as well man. not even do it bro. you're doing it for the wrong <laughs> you know, thing man with, exactly. with bad intentions or whatever it's just as it's just as bad as not doing anything right. for somebody so right. never if it's not in you to be kind go to church or something read a book <laughs> yeah figure it out man no right. but no but it's true dude you know and it's that's a beautiful thing. You know, actually, speaking of which, because you said the mattress and uh, reminded me of a story when we moved up here. Mm -hmm. So a few years back now, we were at, um, you know, we had just got our apartment, yeah. got jobs and stuff. And uh, we didn't bring up, we didn't bring up a mattress. We just fit like whatever we could fit in the car. Mm -hmm. And anyways, so we're at Ikea and we have a mattress and a bunch of other things for the house. Sure enough, we're paying my car declines. Oh, so I'm damn. like, ah, damn. Yeah, this is this happens all the time with me. <laughs> but anyways, I'm like, all right, give me a minute. Let me call my bank. Right. So I'm on the phone with the bank. They got me on hold, and I'm just like, you know, I got a pile of crap just sitting here. I got my family. You know, Santos was just like a year and a half old, so right. we're we're obviously like kind of distressed trying to figure this thing out. The bank's got me on hold. 
and this lady comes up to me while I'm on the phone and she's like, uh, she's like signaling to me with her hand, like, give me your hand, give me your hand. And so I was, you know, I was like, uh, all right. And she puts, I, I feel some bills in my hand and I'm like, wait no a minute. Way. So I look, at, I look at my hand. Homegirl didn't just give me 10 bucks or nothing. She gave me $120. Are you serious? Cash. This was in Portland? To pay for this bed. I've never seen her in my life. And in, I didn't in see Portland, her again right? after that. In Portland. Just, this is in Portland, yeah. Wow. And so, you know, we've only been there for like, what, a week and a half, two weeks at the most. Wow. And this is, you know, this is one of our first experiences there is, uh, yeah, this this angel, man. That vibe. You know, this yeah. angel came the by angel. and was like, here you exactly. go, 120 bombs. Pay for that bed. Get out of here. Because <laughs> you know damn well in California that would have not happened, dude. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, probably, <laughs> I, I hate to say that it wouldn't, because you never know. I know, you never know, there's some good, there's some really good people likely. out there. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure, and that's yeah. too bad, man, but, know. you know, that can change. Right, it will change. The, yeah. the thing is, too, though, man, you know, back home, at least, at least in, like, SoCal, Los Angeles area, L.A. County, like, all those, Pedro, Long Beach, Wilmington, all those kinds of, you know, black and hispanic and asian communities right lower income whatever mm -hmm. like there's nobody there to teach us that no. no and it's a freaking it's the same old story bro it's a broken record it in is. the hood it is. is broken families absent fathers addicts right. violence right that crime just petty crime and then boom that loop-de-loop -loop, that go in get booked come out do it all over again yep. it's the same old story because yep. there ain't nobody there to teach us any better no no you know no. like we didn't we didn't have thank god you know mario your dad yep. is a beautiful man and yep. learned a lot from him and i'm very blessed in that way i'm grateful that there was somebody there and you know i had your crazy ass yep you yep. know <laughs> as as one of my only role models, like, okay, you know, you taught me how to be tough. You taught me how to take some ass whoopings and, and, and give some ass whoopings, too, right, you know. Right. But but we didn't have anybody to teach us how to really live the right way, how to be kind to other people. Right. Our thing was, this is how you survive. Right. This is how you survive. You fight or you hustle or you figure it out. But, you know, exactly. it's all about survival. There's no, there's no owner's you, manual. No. Exactly. No. Whereas if you right. go to somewhere else where it's money's not, you know, money ain't a thing, people are living okay, there's a better quality of life, there's right. a little bit more room for kindness and things like that because you're not tripping about who's coming up on me or am I going to make rent or, right. you know, who do I have to, you're not looking over your shoulder all the time. So it's, it's true, man. It's true. Like, you know, Portland in some ways has, has a lot more of that just, chill kind of uh i don't know it's i like that good, vibe though dude. there's that's good people cool and there's bad people everywhere man mm -hmm. or there's i don't want to say bad people but you know there's good people and then there's the people who are just lost right disconnected or right. whatever right you know i haven't figured it out yet and right. uh god bless them man exactly you know i mean everybody deserves a second chance right oh yeah you bro yeah, i saw a, a meme the other day that was like uh, what did it say? Did you see something the like you don't need to be? Oh, oh! It said you don't need to be sober to deserve kindness, food, and shelter. Wow! Look at that! Whoa! It's true, man. That's people, awesome, because, dude. You know, yeah, yeah. That's that's people. Whether you have a problem or not, you know, it's you're still human, right? You still right. 
you know, and you never know some people's stories, man. Having been a part of that world for so long, I met a lot of people who were, you know, whatever you would call an upright citizen or, you know, they had degrees, they had masters, they had a life. And then, you know, stuff happens. Dude, that's why I wanted to bring you on the show. Yeah, pulls the rug from under you and then bam, Mm -hmm. then, you know, some stories turn out really sad. So it's not like everybody out there wants to be out there or, you know didn't give a damn or right. gave up on life. No, man, some people were just dealt a really bad hand and not everybody has the family or the resources or whatever. So it's, you just never know, I guess that's the point. So, you know, be some kind people are born with silver spoons. Some people are not exactly. Yeah. You know okay. I, mean? I dig it, man. I mean, um, but, uh, if I like the, I like the hustle, dude, I like, cause there's a story to tell, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if something is given to you, dude, you don't really appreciate it. The way you had to come up, come up, a, you know, off of it. You know what I mean? Like, I really, yeah, it doesn't, you know, blood, sweat, and tears. You know, I really did this myself. You yeah. know what I mean? And I could vouch for that. You know, oh. I know that, which is why I have so much respect for you. I really uh, appreciate and, that. And you anybody know? who yeah. who hustles that way, who you yeah. know, over, you know, against all odds. Right. Exactly. No matter what. You have the haters. You have your bosses. You have the government. You have teachers. You have. All these bad friends and family, you, they're like, no, you're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. Uncles, aunts, you know what I mean? Cousins, you know. But Whatever, you like, anybody. Yeah, anybody, even people dude. you don't even know. You got to prove them all wrong, dude. You, you got to prove them all wrong. And it's like, you know what? Yeah, I did that. Now what? You know what I mean? More, more importantly, you got to prove You got to prove it to yourself. Exactly. I exactly. feel like that's kind of, you know, forget if you're doing anything for anybody else, like, you know, to show somebody, I feel like it should be number one. You do this to prove it to yourself that yo, despite despite what everybody said, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no matter what challenges or you know disadvantages I had, I did that. Like you said, yes. Yep. Me, so that's uh, like me, myself, and I. Yep. Yep. And then you you don't even have to say nothing because the haters are watching. Oh yeah, they're know. always they, they, watching. They're lurking. So they're bro. gonna know when you come up and when you do their thing, and they're just gonna be left with their with their hate. They'll inbox you. They'll be on the DM. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Check the Instagram. You can stay in the comments Mm -hmm. section. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Okay. I I don't have time for that, man. You know what I mean? It's like, and we're very blessed that we had good parents. You know, your mom and mom and, you know, Luisa and and dad. And, you know, they raised us really well, bro. And so it's like, it's all about structure. A foundation, you know, and yeah. and um, yeah, they were really strict on us, but um, that put us in a good mindset. You know what I mean? We needed that, you know. Oh God, man, yeah. Imagine if they didn't. Imagine if yeah, they, yeah, if they didn't, like we, we did. would have been like, you know, who knows? Gang banging, in jail, drugs, uh, you name it, man. I mean, all of the above. Exactly, dude. It's like no, we did the opposite. We're we're winners. We came up on top. You know what I mean. We have to, and we're keep, and we're still continuing to twenty twenty one. You know what I mean. And we still have twenty twenty one and beyond. And man. exactly, we're we're still achieving, bro. We're still got more left in, in the tank. We got a lot more to go, dude. You know. No, I'm like, just getting started, man. I know you are, dude, and you're on <laughs> I your feel way. Like my life is just beginning. You're on your way, dude. You know the music, the cooking, the business. You know. Uh, you know, being a great father, you know, and um, even Annette's business, the tea business, that's going to yeah, go. Yeah, she's doing great, man. She's taking off up here. Good, 
Good. Portland, um, Portland was definitely a good call for you know that line of that line of work, that yeah. type of product. So she's she's killing it right now. She's uh, yeah, staying busy and just that stuff is really one step good. At a time. Bro. Yeah, she's got a she's got something really good. She's got some good going there, bro. That tea. Yes, she does. You yes, know, and um, I you know I support her fully on that and yeah. anywhere that I could help. I and I actually, actually do, so I'm happy for her. That be, and, that's going to be uh, a good blend for you guys. The tea and your food? Wow. Yeah, right? Yeah, so good, dude. Um, I was just thinking, like, for all the listeners and everybody out there that is listening to this podcast, um, where do people look uh, look you up? Where are you at, dude? I mean, are you on Facebook, Instagram? Do you have a website? At the moment, um, at the moment all I... You'll only find me on Instagram, mm -hmm. and that's uh, the handle is Cocina underscore Nagual, mm -hmm. N-A-G-U-A-L, okay. Cocina underscore Nagual. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, at the moment, I'm just on Instagram, and I haven't been posting too much lately because I've been doing all the, uh, I don't know if I told you, but I'm officially a registered company. I'm an LLC. Yeah, so I've been doing all that, that's what all I'm that talking background. about. Yes, all the all the legalization and paperwork and all that stuff. You know about that. Proud so of you, man. Awesome. I've been doing more of that. Thank you, man. Yeah, it's Damn. been it's been crazy because I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> you know, this is the world uh, that's new to me, but um, but that's okay. I welcome the challenge, and I know that it's just going to make me better at what I do. So definitely be on the lookout. You know, follow my page, mm -hmm. and I'll be posting. Once I have my website up, you know, everything will basically build from that. And um, hopefully, you know, by summertime or around then, if you're ever in Portland yep. or any of your listeners are ever in Portland, mm -hmm. I might I might have my little food truck up and running. There it so. is. There it is. It's official, everybody. It's official. I'm going to blow that it's, whistle. It's happening, man. If the IRS is, yeah. if the IRS knows who I am, this yeah. better be damn official. Dude, you're, you're documented in that light. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, so, you got to start no, somewhere. Man, but it's, it's a beautiful thing. I'm excited. And, uh, you know, hopefully my one of my long-term goals mm -hmm. is to be able to because i miss home i yeah. miss la i miss yeah. the beach i miss the right. family especially and i miss the culture man and uh my my goal you know would be to give back to the community that raised me you know there you go portland's cool and all but right. my home is is back there right. and that's the place that made me who i am Today. with the good mm -hmm. and the bad mm -hmm. you know that stuff made us made us tough and made us who we are and also you know we were just talking about how in our types of communities there's not a lot of positive role models and positive influences well i won't go into too much detail but hopefully in a couple years from now i'm going to be able to to do that to go back home and to establish a center a place you know be it a food truck or be it an actual brick and mortar uh building that'll be not just not just the restaurant but mm -hmm. also kind of like a, a cultural uh a cultural center where you know latinos and and natives and other people like that can learn about their heritage the the land that we're on right. the land that they're from and also just kind of more uh just have more positive influences you know bring in more more positive healthy um ideas and and 
just things to uh, be exposed to, to right. expose people to that community, to things that otherwise you don't really get, you know, something other than gang violence or, you know, or hustling or just that, that whole, that whole culture that the world is, you know, that the world considers cool right now. Exactly. Right. Right. And, uh, and, you know, give them something that's a little bit more real and more grounded in, in our day-to-day lives. And, you know, something that'll be more positive and beneficial to the soul and to the community so that's gonna be badass yeah i can't wait man i mean home is where yeah, the heart man. is right that's what they say what's that um, they say the home is where the heart is you know what i mean that's what they that's say right, you know dude. but um yeah i'm looking forward home, to that so. looking forward to that dude i mean it's gonna happen you know what i mean it's once you got their formula down dude just run with it bro you got the passion you have the drive you have all the above bro you know what i mean it's it's there it's gonna happen it's just that Seeing is believing. You gotta have that vision. If you don't have that vision or a plan, it's not gonna happen, man. You know, you gotta believe 100%. in yourself. You know, one hundred percent. That's like uh, some somebody I was uh, I think I read it somewhere or heard it somewhere. But anyway, somebody was talking. They're like, you gotta be. You know, you set your intention for whatever it is you want, and then obviously you do the footwork. But you gotta be in your head. You gotta be living like you're already. You got to think like you're already living that way. Exactly. So if you're like, you know, five-year plan is uh, break $100,000 or, you know, make a successful brand, whatever the goal may be, Mm -hmm. that might be five years from now. But from the moment you set that intention, you got to start acting and living like it's already, like it's already happening. Like it's already a thing, you know, Mm -hmm. because basically that eliminates any sort of doubt or or thoughts that uh basically will hold you back or block you from reaching that whatever that goal may be you know but and it doesn't do- always have to be obviously financial it can be whatever it is weight loss exactly <laughs> write, write the goals down you mean you know write them down take a picture visualize it you know if you build it it will come amir you know what i mean it's, exactly it's um, happen, you know dude. and i was always like ah man that's so cheesy blah 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 how am no. I going to talk to myself and look in the mirror, you know, the positive <laughs> affirmations and all yeah. of this stuff. And yeah. I know, sure, it might seem kind of silly or whatever, but give it a shot. What do you have to lose? What nothing. you got to lose, man? You know, you know I mean? nothing. Right. So, exactly. I, you know, I believe in that. If you want it bad enough, go and get it because it's there. And if you don't do it, what's that thing you always say to me? <laughs> If you don't do it, somebody else will, If you man. don't do it, somebody else is going to do it, bro. And then you're going to kick That's yourself right. in the ass like, damn, I should have done it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, you know. Well, uh, Much love, bro. I really appreciate you coming time. on the show, bro. I mean, it's a blessing you having you here. And Thank you, likewise. Expressing your your life, your journey, your goals, or what you're gonna what you're going to go through, and what's ahead of you. You know what I mean? And um, definitely going to bring you back on the show and going to, you know, tell all the listeners what you actually achieved and by then uh, you'll have the restaurant up and running and dude, I can't wait, man. Same here, man. I could already taste it. <laughs> exactly, dude. I mean, uh, I already see the pictures and then uh, when you're posting and all that, I'm like, whoa, okay. All right. Amir's for real. All right. He's doing oh, this I'm thing. I'm not playing, all right. man. You know me, dude. When I'm, when I set my mind to something, I'm, I'm not playing. I'm telling so, you. Yeah, you'll see. Dude, you're a chef, you're a musician, you're a dad, you're a great human being, great guy, great brother. 
you know uh, um thank you, you're man. all thank of the you. above dude and uh beautiful Likewise, thing man. having you on here on the show dude um for all the listeners out there uh you know thank you for tuning in i really appreciate it for all your support and everything um and uh yeah amir thank you so much man and uh shout out to uh, you, your, your your business your new business out there uh cocina nagual I said that's it right. right beautiful man that's a beautiful name um, thank you man thank you so much amir love you brother and uh love you nice man thank you for one. having me and uh much love to all the people back home give the kids a hug and a kiss for me and uh yeah we'll do bro we'll do. god bless catch you on the next one yes sir america provided the atmosphere